Ooh, you are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. All right, so this this isn't this. We're all having a new moment right now, which is what a part of the tea is. Let me tell you. Ooh, okay. new moments. This is new. Okay, because again, you know how much I love me some theater, y'all. This is where we're at, and I am actually hanging out with two of my favorite people. I have um, actually had the opportunity to get to know them a little bit better than most, so they're really actually kind of friends of mine now, and I love that. And they are about to do the Lincoln Center Songbook series and turn it out. I just heard a sample. (laughs) I'm very, very excited to introduce all of you to, you ready for this? Two-time Tony Award nominee, Andy Carl. How about that? How are you doing? Thank you for that little shout out. And his gorgeous, hot Miss Thing wife, Tony nominee uh-huh. on, on single. Singular. But that, well, you know what, honey? They, they got to say it every time they come, That's they bring true. you to Miss Orfe. How are you, baby? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. There's no, there's no kind of friends. There's no kind of friends in this. Room. I love that. Right. No, I, you know, because, you know, we don't all, you know, y'all got y'all stuff going on. I don't want to be all up in your business and stuff. But you guys are about to take part in this fantastic series that Lincoln Center seems to do every season. How did you guys get involved? Who 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 got the phone call first? You know what we got we were asked. They came to us. It was really we were really happy that happened. We weren't expecting it at all. Um, and they came to us and w- it was really just about figuring out the schedule and it was a very specific time. You know, they wanted us for the the American Songbook series which mm-hmm. always takes place at the same time every year. So they asked us a while back, and it was just a matter of coordinating it, and there was no way we were going to say no. Absolutely. So that's how it happened. They came to us, thankfully. All right. I love that. And how about you, Mr. Because, you know, Andy is very busy right now. I, I don't know how he can tear himself away from the mean streets of New York City <laughs> on my favorite All Law & Order SVU. How, how has it been trying to b- balance all of this with the rehearsals with that and rehearsals for this? Uh, Law & Order is great. It's a lot of hours on, on set and everything, but I'm finding my little moments to get away for the weekend and, and rehearse and do with my wife, which is no problem at all. It's kind of like the fun time. It's like a paid vacation almost. Um, so that's that's it, just fitting in where we can, and we've been doing really well. And, you know, I, I think what I think they asked us because uh, Lincoln Center asked us to do this because I finally, like, got – as famous as my wife. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why he's the TV like, star. Oh, right. It, you know what? Whatever. It's all right. You know what? Because the one thing about the two of you that I love is, and I remember when I first met you guys years ago, is that y'all are already a team. So whatever happens for one is just as good as if it happens to the other. Yeah. So this yeah, is really true. a great thing, right? It, it's true, and I, I'm always very baffled, I, and I say this really honestly and genuinely, I'm always baffled when people say that that's not the experience they have with couples. Like, you know, we have the same agent. We have the same people around us. And a lot of agencies won't do that because there's apparently this bizarre competition between couples. And I'm thinking, you know, that dollar's coming into the same house. So whomever's making that dollar, and as long as you're supportive, for me, and I say this on the red carpet every time Andy gets a Tony nomination, which is now multiple times, you know, every time they ask me, I'm like, I could, I literally couldn't be happier if it was happening for me. It's more of a joy and a glory to be able to vicariously have the thrill because I'm not, there's no pressure on me. I just get to be full-out cheerleader, full-out, you know, just 
overwhelmed with joy because he works so hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't like, hey, I woke up and my parents were my managers and my uncle was in the you know music business and this happened. He's just he he we did it the old fashioned way. Came to New York, worked his butt off, and here he is. I love it. And now for you though, Mister, this is kind of like. I think in the end, this is really great because the the roles that you've been nominated are just one of many that you've actually been able to do. I've seen you originate roles. I've seen you walk into roles. I've seen you do you do just about every damn thing that you can possibly do <laughs> to get on a fucking stage in this town. And I think it's paying off. Do you feel a sense of vindication? Not necessarily that you were coming out that way, but I mean, right. do you feel like okay, I, this work is paying off. Like, I, the work now that I put into this is equaling now the kind of work that I'm being offered. Yeah, that's that's the wonderful part of it. Uh, it just took some time for people to, I guess, recognize or for me to get to a position where people would want to hire me. But, uh, you know, now the pressure's on to, like, keep keep doing that good stuff and keep, yeah. keep involved. And it makes me work even harder now because uh, I, I want to do everything. I want to do what, what I'm doing, but, like, the real great stuff is the fact that Orfe and I can get on a stage together and and sort of rock out in our own way and show people sort of a personal side of ourselves. Like we'll work and we'll do, yeah. you know, characters and somebody else's material, that kind of stuff. Now we're sort of doing our own thing. So I feel like this is a great opportunity to show who we are in that sense and sort of share that that love. That's Andy Carl and excuse me, two time Tony nominee Andy Carl and Tony nominee Orfe sitting with me here on what is now new Keith Price's curtain call. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Ow. Oh. Now, um, and we're actually, you know, we're in, she's in the, they're in the middle of preparing, middle of preparing themselves for we their link. Perpetrating. 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 No, you're not perpetrating, honey, because the voices are for, for real, for real. Okay. We're percolating. Percolating. Now, again, so how much of the material did you guys get to choose all of the material all that you're using? Absolutely all of it. It was it was our, you know, with Charles Randolph Wright, the director of the show, who you all might know from a little musical called Motown. Hello. Yeah. So he's which he's in London right now actually promoting the the Motown in London, right. which is crazy, it's and it's phenomenal, uh, and we just—it was our vision of what we thought, you know, our staunch fans would want to hear, staunch musical theater fans would want to hear. Myself being a huge, me being a huge, myself is not proper, but mm-hmm. me being a huge R&B fan, I wanted to do some of the songs that I love. Andy wanted to do some of the songs he loved, and we wanted to make sure that everyone walked away satisfied with getting a little bit of something they were, they were hoping to hear that night. I you know what I'm saying? I so we came this. up with the song list. I love that. Now for, for you, Andy, when you went to make the choices, how hard was it for you to, to just go, okay, we have enough songs I can't I, I mean I want this but I can't squeeze this in how hard is it to like basically cut away the babies it was interesting a song choice I mean we're known as the powerhouse Broadway couple but Orfe's the power <laughs> I'm the house so uh, alright so uh, it's it's interesting like the the songs sound really good on the combination finding songs that sound good with the combination of our voices things that we can get away with things that we're like you know she, she'll blow me away if, if I don't have a microphone is all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's uh, it's part of that, but also part of the theme of our show, which is really about uh, us and our love and, and sort of part of our lives and, and the fact that we're together for 15 years. We just had our 15th year anniversary on January. January. Um, so 
uh, it's coming right around that time. It's coming around Valentine's Day, so the, the concert's just after Valentine's Day. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of love going on. So picking the songs that were right in that element, and also keeping it really fun and keeping it really uh, entertaining, and also showing off what we we do. It was it was a good. I think we made some good choices. I, I can't wait for people to hear it. I think it's going to be great because it's February twentieth. I believe yeah. it is at eight thirty Lincoln Center in the Appel Room, yeah. which is actually in the Time Warner Building that gives you this gorgeous backdrop of New York City. Oh, like the, the, the worst that could happen: people just stare at the view. If they hate the show, they're going to enjoy the view because it's just the most beautiful view of any it's, room it's, that you could get to perform. And there's a window, a floor to ceiling window of of you get all of New York. You get this wonderful moment of, of being at the end of Central, Central Park. And, it's crazy. Uh, it's yeah. it's going to be a great night out. Yeah. So now for you guys at this point now, I know just because, you know, it, the stories broke last week that Andy is going to be going to the West End to open a new musical, a brand new musical that's Broadway bound Groundhog's Day based on the movie that had Bill Murray in it. Mm-hmm. How did you get yanked into that madness? <laughs> uh, I guess, you know, uh, there's uh, Matthew Warchus and Tim Minchin are the creative teams on this. Scott Rudin's producing. There was talk about coming into audition for them a while back, and I just got involved with SVU. I wasn't sure about it, so I was I was shooting SVU, and I was like, I, I just can't do it right now. But I think they went through the rounds, and finally they you know they sort of talked me into coming audition, and they gave me the material, and the material is really great. And then here's this great part of that had a great arc from being you know a real sort of miserable human being to in the beginning and ending up sort of enlightened uh and living through groundhog day and and it's it's a i think it's a great character to to focus on but also a great story to tell and tim mentions music is just kind of insane so um it's a it's a great opportunity and to go to the west end for four months and experience that which i've never done uh there's a lot of new things that are going to be happening so including the this concert, SVU, uh, Groundhog Day. I'm just trying to stay on top of it and try to do a really good job. Well, I, I would assume that you have a team that's helping keeping that in order, right? Yeah, the team, the team. Yeah, the it's team. it's like <laughs> absolutely the, uh, the the agents are looking out, everybody's looking out and trying to figure out what's the next great, greatest move. And it, this one came down to a really good personal choice because I had done theater. I'd, I'd, I'd actually, after 20th Century, which was a terrific show, I thought, which he got his second Tony nomination. Yes, thank thank you. you. I also thought, like, I think I've fulfilled a lot of things that I want to fulfill. It's going to take something very special to to uh, to get to, to jump back into theater for for as you know as far as musicals as well. And this one just sort of fell right in my lap, and I was like, wow, I just have to I have to see it through. And so it's gonna it's gonna happen. I'm going to go to the West End. It's two-time Tony nominee, Andy Carl. Everybody <laughs> keeps saying it. Don't get mad. Um, and don't hate. Don't hate. Don't hate, you know, because there's some bitches out there that wish they were feeling that. I'm just saying, because I'll throw out some names that ain't got nothing behind them, but that's another story. We're <laughs> here with me on Keith Price's Curtain Call, and I'm talking with not only two-time Tony nominee, Andy Carl, but his lovely, fantastic, fan, fantabulous wife, uh, Tony nominee, Miss Orfe. Now, for you, Miss Orfe, girl, um, you know that every now and then you will get a text from me yes. because it's me and my partner sitting around playing dream casting. <laughs> and every time we do it, we go, oh, my God, this would be perfect for Orfe. And then I'll text you, Orfe goes, yeah, well, we, th- I heard about that, but we're not doing <laughs> it. And I'm like, 
When are we going to get Orfe back on Broadway? Oh, That's what I, I want to know. know. I don't know. I really don't know. I think I think it's going to have to be when, you know, Paulette was so the perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, I played Annette and then I played Paulette and a lot of stuff in between. And they're kind of all microcosmically the same person in a way. And they 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 perform the same service in the show. Like right. Annette was the Paulette of Saturday Night Fever. Right. You know, Pippi was the Paulette of, of uh, Trailer Park. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I've done that character. I've kind of... I. I brought, I ushered in that kind of genre mm-hmm. in, in so far as I've, I've done as much as I can do in mm-hmm. that capacity and to keep, and I have had many opportunities where I would basically, again, be fulfilling that function in a show. Right. And I don't know that, that that hasn't been beaten to death at this point. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm, I'm one of those artists is like, give the people what they want. I'm not, you know, esoteric and like, oh, I want to expand my wings. I would love to, but I don't, yeah, I want to be, you know, it's not about that. It's just that at some point you want your audience to grow with you Mm -hmm. and for them to understand that that's not all you have going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I wind up doing a lot of indie films for, you know, a buck 50 that most people are never going to see because at least if someone does see them, Mm -hmm. they're going to go, oh, I didn't know she could do this. I didn't know she could play that kind of a character. Life of an actress. Life of an actress. You know, a a more popular indie that I just did was Sleeping with the Fishes with Gina Rodriguez, who became a superstar literally a week after we wrapped the movie. (laughs) She literally became a Golden Globe winner. You know, um, and and that's a very, very different character for me. Yes, she's broad and she's weird, but, you know, it's very different than a sweet Paulette. You know what I mean? And I think that if the Broadway powers that be you know, could figure out where to put me other than in that role Mm -hmm. or figured out that maybe it wouldn't be such a bad idea to let me play opposite my husband now and again. Oh, because Um, that was part of the dream casting conversation that we had because I believe it was Moonstruck. That was the first one. If they make the musical with you being Loretta and this one doing the Nicolas Cage remake. And then the other one was when they were talking revivals. (laughs) We said that Best Little Whorehouse in Texas with you as Mona and this one as the sheriff. Ba-boom. Daryl Roth, where the hell are you, right? Oh, Daryl Roth, I love. She's a dear, 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 dear friend of mine. I keep trying to get her to adopt me into the Roth clan. But, yeah, I, you know, I know, but it, it seems like, you know, with Andy, they, they have three people in mind to put aside, you know, to put opposite him. And, you know, I can't, I can't fight that fight all right. the time. They kind of have to understand that. Again, you give the people what they want, and the people want to see us together so much so that we're doing it roundabout way at this mm-hmm. point. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I couldn't have played Kristen's part in 20th Century. That was a right. part literally made for, for her, her. skill set, and it couldn't have been better, and she's one of my dearest friends, and they had the best time. But, from, you know, from this point on, it would so be nice if we were playing opposite each other, but in any genre, on television, in, in indies, and, in, you know, on stage in concerts. I just, it's not that I'm reluctant to do Broadway again, that at all. I just feel like there has to be a forward motion to it, right. as opposed to like, oh, look, she's playing that 
character again. Mm-hmm. Wow, didn't know she could do that. You know, and you know what? I, and I think that that's the the, the 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 tragedy, and at the same time, the the great fortune of being able to play kinds of roles like that. Because the fact of the matter is, when that role comes along, they'll say, "Well, what is Orfei doing?" And then you know, that's like that's great. By. And there are there are times that I've lost that role, like right. in the recent in the recent years that have come along. That role has been brought to my attention, and I've not gotten it. So I'm wow. like, if I'm losing those roles. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, then then there's something wrong, and I now have to think outside the box because those are not roles I should ever lose for any reason. And they go a different type, they go a mm-hmm. different you know ethnicity for you know. But then then I can't fight that. You right. know what I'm saying? So if they're going into a place where they now want to cast a certain type in those roles, mm-hmm. then it isn't going to be me. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm the first obvious choice, and mm-hmm. then they suddenly go, well, huh? Maybe this person would be you know. Yeah. So then I have to find a new niche. Right. Where you know it goes the full circle again. Well, I tell you what, I think that over the, the course of this particular concert that's coming up on February 20th at Lincoln Center at the Appel Room, actually within the Time Warner Center for Lincoln Center Jazz, with you and your two time Tony nominated husband, Andy Carl, I really feel like at this point, you're gonna, people are going to get to have this moment with you guys that's going to be kind of intimate, although it's a beautifully you know, it's a beautiful room, but it's going to be really nice to be able to just have the two of you. And I think that maybe when people see that and see it in a much more intimate, much more real setting, then it will allow them to to think outside the box. Maybe when it comes to seeing the two of you together yeah. doing other but things. The reason we're doing this concert is just you know we've all, we have such a good time working together that when we put the, the power in the house together, mm-hmm. I'll bring that right back. Uh, it becomes. <laughs> It becomes something very special. It becomes something where it's like being in our living room, so to speak. We do get up and dance for each other every now and again, <laughs> just just going crazy. So oh. it gives it gives that sort of silliness, but uh, also like you know being able to sort of just collaborate on certain things. The harmonies that we're doing, we know each other's voices over fifteen years. Like how how do you, how does that all blend together? It blends very well, better than anything really. I love it. Well, you guys, I'm telling you, I'm planning on being there, and um, I'm going to be excited because I don't know what else is on the song list, but let me just tell you, I just got a taste and a little rehearsal of what they got going on. It's going to be very cute. (laughs) So for you people, if you have time, this is your opportunity to get to New York City. If you're coming to New York and you want to see something different, want to enjoy something fun, Want to have a, a, a special, intimate kind I of think theatrical? There are ten tickets left, so <laughs> oh, oh. pow, bitches! So, in other words, y'all late. Fuck all y'all, then. That's how this is going. There's only handicap seating, so make sure you like bring a wheelchair. <laughs> you gotta bring a prop. <laughs> and again, Don't be shady now we gonna be fierce. I, you know they're gonna be fierce, but again, fierce handicap, fierce handicap. Oh, work! I can't with the two of you. So, but again, if you're coming to New York City and you can get one of those ten tickets that's left, then this is the show for you to go see. If you can't, then you need to get online and go order Orfe's album off of her website. Orfe, uh, what have you? It's on what, iTunes. Orfe, what do you want? From what me? do you want from me? <laughs> and Andy, of course, you know you can hear him on several cast recordings as well. I can't even talk to him because it's too much for me right now. I can't, people. The two-time Tony nominee, Andy Carl, and Tony nominee, Miss Orfei. Thank you guys for taking time for me on my first, first curtain call of hopefully more to come. Yes. Yes.